things. Are you all right? What's going on? Sure, I was out in the micro. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently I begin every sentence like that. No, you don't. <laughs> do you know what I do though sometimes when I come home from work? I just sit in the car for like a good hour and sometimes oh, I recline the seat back and I just go on my phone. Just That's peaceful. It is peaceful. It just the car is a bubble and mm. it's my own bubble and yeah. You can lock the door from the inside and no one can go near you, class. This is it. I slept in the car last weekend. How did that go? It was lovely. Did you sleep in like the front seat lying back or were you across the back seats? I was front seat lying back, fully reclined back. Gorge. And me, like from the knees down to the shins, they were kind of like hanging off the edge. Mm. Which you'd think would be a strange way to sleep. But no, it was fine. Now I did wake up melting. Okay. Do you know, it does get awful hot. I have a brownie. I left my car in town last night because I was on the pints. And I bought a brownie from a restaurant and it's sitting in the little styrofoam thing in the back seat. And I think it'll be okay. But I'm a little bit anxious that when I find it, it'll just be like a molten and re-solidified cuboid of brownie. I'd still eat it. If you you got chicken or something, I'd say lash it out and get rid of it. But ah, brownie be all right. Sure look. It's just, you know, when something melts and then it re-solidifies. Yeah, yeah. And then the chocolate Mm. goes all funny at the top. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you get an ice cream and like it's in the plastic tub. I hate those ice creams, by the way. And it melts and then it like refreezes and it's just not the same anymore. No, it's not. No. Do you know? I know. What, what's what's your ice cream of choice these days with the sun out? You see, I'm I'm dairy free, so it limits my choice. Normally I'd love a twister, but they have cream on the sides of them, but love a twister. And sure, the Ben and Jerry's vegan one is seven euro a tub. Seven oh, euro a yeah. tub. Now the I'd odd time duns are mortgage, like, like here it is for four. <laughs> yeah, like the odd time duns are like you can have it for four euro, and I'm like four euro is still a lot for a bit of ice cream, but it is very nice. So I'm like okay, four euro, but seven euro for a tub of ice cream. Like that's one it's hour worth- of an underage person working in a shop that's not getting paid enough. That's seven euro right there. Do you know that's what I mean? A like, whole person's hour. Yeah, on one Speaking tub of Ben of Jerry's. Which, We're not sponsored speaking- by them, but go on. Unfortunately, speaking of the underage people working for seven euro an hour do you i don't know maybe it's just because i'm getting old but i'm gonna sound like a huge boomer now and i don't think it's a bad (laughs) thing because i think it's a new way to live and i'm here for it okay but just from my own experience of like being a customer and stuff Mm -hmm. like that i'm noticing that the young things are getting there i don't i'm i don't want to use the word rude they're getting a bit cocky they're getting a bit self-assured in their cheap jobs I'm just going to go out and say it. You're tiptoeing around and I'm going to say the young ones don't have any appreciation for the work and the money. Jesus, I sound about 60. I'm only, I'm only taking the piss. It depends. They're spoiled. They're spoiled, yeah. Um, no, like they're out doing their jobs and they're out working. And look, I feel for them. I wouldn't want to be there either. I'd want no. to be going out and having crack. And they've had a really bad year. Oh, you know, they've had a shy time. Not easy for them. But I'm just... Okay, I'll give you an example. There was... I was queuing for buying something in like a Duns or whatever and there was a huge delay and the young woman had to get their manager to come around loads of times um, to help them and the manager had kept having to come back and back and forth and back and forth and there was a huge delay and then by the time it came to like my turn to like mm. give them the bits and pay for it they were just like not they, they were just like well 
and then they like scanned my face. Not even a sorry for holding you. How are you doing? No. And like I was expecting a sorry. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't offended that I didn't get mm. a sorry. Look, these things happen. We all we, we all know that we've all been in jobs like that. Yep. And in a way, I kind of walked out of it admiring her a little bit because yeah. it's like. Yeah, you, you are right. Like, you don't really owe anyone anything. Like, we live in this capitalist system and unfortunately, to get by, you have to work in this really crap job and give yourself give loads of your energy and time to it just so you can get by. Mm. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, all I'm doing is giving the system some money for a few bottles of wine. <laughs> you know, it doesn't yeah. matter if I'm delayed five or ten minutes. Yeah. But maybe, maybe, I don't know if it's a thing of that generation where now that they're a bit more educated, they realise that they don't have to be so apologetic about things. Yeah. Or maybe maybe it's just a different personality trait. Because you know me and you would be like, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, no, that okay? was me. I was scared shitless in like my first few years of work. And like, I would, God, if I even looked at someone the wrong way. Well, not that I would have, <laughs> but I was so apologetic for absolutely doing nothing. Yeah. I was doing my job, if anything. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like you'd see yourself out most days. It's like it's I'll ha- I'll fire myself. Yes, I'm sorry. Like, it's like I should go. I should you you guys shouldn't. Don't even pay me for this hour. I fucked up. No, like we're just apologizing for breathing in the workplace. Like do you know what I mean? All I'm doing yeah. is just stand there taking a breath. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> That's a big Misha thing as well. Like yeah. take a breath, breathe. take a breath. Yeah. In fairness, I love that. If you didn't know, we came in to this episode introducing ourselves as each other. That's we Don't didn't explain we... the joke. <laughs> Yeah, but somebody's going to be sitting there like, God, Molly sounds a bit off today. <laughs> it's actually me. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! Um, okay, we'll get right into things, will we? Straight yeah, in, no shipping. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Say that again! <laughs> straight in, no shifting. Jeez, I've never heard of that. God. Okay, guys, in case you can't pick up, me and Misha have no plan for today. Um, so It's I a free flow podcast. And I was like, yeah, a few notes. And Misha was like, you're not going to tell me what they are. Yeah. And I was so like, you're not no. so, so straight in, no shifting, you're not going to give me any foreplay at all to the podcast. This was it. <laughs> you're just, oh, Jesus, There'll me pants no are coming down, words. what's going on? <laughs> There'll be no seags. Segways. Uh, okay, Misha Fitzgibbon. Do you, ever, do you ever feel like you're making up for the sibling dynamics that you're missing out on at home in the friends you make? Yes. For example. Okay, mm. you, you get Straight me. up. Carry on. Because the boys, I'd have two or three Riscoma boys very close to me. And straight away, they're my brothers. Excuse me. <clears throat> like, I don't Can I name them? I don't know. Like, I was on to Tomas, our dear friend, the other day. And straight away, I was like, well, brother, how's things? He's like, well, sister. And he's a rake of sisters. But like, yeah. he, he'd he be the closest thing. Now, he fucking wrecks my head. Love him to bits. But he's <laughs> the closest thing to a brother I'd have. And there'd be a few other guys. And you're like, well, brother. Because um, I only have one sister. So yeah, I would, I'd, I don't know, I think brothers would have been good crack because I didn't have that many young lads around me really. So then when I got to the stage of getting to know boys, I was like, what the fuck are you guys? Oh my God, I only know girls really like, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I don't have any big sisters or younger sisters or younger brothers. I only have older brothers. Mm. And I would say, yeah, the majority of like the friends I have would be female. And a lot of them, yeah, a lot of them are older than me and... It was only recently at my my birthday that someone was helping me put on fake eyelashes, and I think you were there. Me, yeah, I was, was sitting a, on the bed having the crack. <laughs> it was a, it was a funny moment. I was like, it was something like, okay, well, I put on my mascara before um, I put yeah. on the eyelashes, and about three women who were all older than me just looked at me in horror with wide eyes, being like, no. I don't no know child. how that, I, I don't know how eyelashes work either. I was just sitting there like, oh, Molly, you look lovely. 
But I think I think there was at least two people who turned around yeah. with wide eyes, just shaking their head, like, "No, that's not what you do." And that kind of gave me a little feeling of like, "Yeah, that's that's the big sister thing that I need." Mm. you know and like it's the same with a couple other now they're not all like a lot older than me like maybe it's just a year maybe they're like almost the exact same age as me but just with things like that you know like okay makeup or whatever but even things like I don't know like being a a person and like being a person in relationships and being like a friend and stuff I'm always getting like female perspectives that I wouldn't necessarily have grown up with because I came from a house yeah. of be playing big burly boys, you know? Mm. That's yeah, I'd be I'd nearly be the opposite because I came from a house of women and my dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my dad's quite a manly man, but like I would have been like, you know, in with my mom and she's she's very glamorous. My sister's very glamorous. So then when I was hanging around lads, I don't know, I think I, I resonate sometimes a bit more with like a masculine energy. Oh, we're getting into gender, how's things? I'm only nine minutes into the pod and here we go. Um, That's another but, big Misha thing. Like, oh, yeah. gender non-binary, or maybe it's a person, or maybe it's a woman or a man. I don't know. <laughs> You're all welcome all, here, friends. You're all welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all, is all I'm saying. Um, yeah, <laughs> you have me read for filter. <laughs> but yeah, so when I'm, I think when I'm around lads, I, I'm a bit more calm. Because then when I'm with girls, I'm like, oh, I have to feminize myself up a bit to fit in. Whereas when I'm with lads, I'm like, well, I'm already the odd one out because I'm a girl. So I can be as chill as I want. And I'm still going to be a bit different, but I can be a bit more comfortable because I know I'm different, but I can be a bit more manly. Whereas I'm a bit manly is not the way I'm trying to say it, but I wouldn't. Oh, I'm turning into that girl that's like, I don't do makeup. I don't do like... You're a pick me girl! Th- that was the <laughs> word I wanted. That was the word I wanted. And I, I, I saw a rake of TikToks with that. And I was like, I don't know what any of this means. And they were just TikToks of girls being really annoying. And I was like, what is this? And then I re- yeah. like, they were like, oh no, I'm not like other girls. And I definitely had a stage when I was 15. And I was like, I'm not other girls. Yeah, we all did. And then when I got a bit older right now, I'm like, why are all women pitted against each other? I should want to yeah. be like other women. Women are class, you know? Yeah. Um. But then I guess in my head I was like, oh god, I have to be like other women. No, I don't. But I'm I am a woman biologically and gender. That's my gender. You identify as a woman. Yes, yeah. that's the word I'm looking for. Um. So why am I trying to be so ashamed of that and like not yeah. be that when that's that's what I am? Now some days I want to wear Look. boy clothes and just vibe, you know. But and just vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Look, like. Mm, where was it going with that yeah no like we are brought up with the mentality that we aren't as good as men our femininity is bad full stop like we got our nails done and I was like oh my god I have my nails done people are going to judge me for having my nails I had a driving lesson with my my um false nails on and I was like oh my god the the driving instructor is going to think I'm a bit of a bimbo that I don't know how to drive a car it's a female driving instructor she's really sound as soon as I hopped in the car I had my nice handbag and she goes god I love your bag god your nails are gorgeous yeah. And I was like, oh my God, there was me thinking, how could I get the nails off of me quick so the driving instructor doesn't think I'm not capable of operating a, a car? <laughs> now, I wasn't. It was my first lesson. I was a bit shit. But like, not to do with my nails at all. Yeah, what's that all about? Those fears that you had, they came true for me last weekend because mm. I was lushing into, I was bush lushing. I love this new phrase. Per- Outdoors, tree Bush house. lushing. Bush You're lushing. giving me Instead loads of... You're Instead of the K word, f- that's discriminatory. It's the okay. new, it's like, let's make this more with the times. Let's call it bush lotion. I like that. Um, yeah, I had the little craft beers and as you, when you're about two or three cans in, your coordination 
is a bit with askew. the nails yes so ra- I wasn't able to like get my finger under the clicky thing to open yep. the can anymore and I was just a bit paranoid that the nail would snap off and hurt me no crack. so I would turn mm-hmm. to my trusty brother and say brother open the can for me please because my 50 euro gel nails are not allowing me to yes and this the sniggering and the eye rolls now not from me brother he's no I was just about to say he's very understanding he would be like nice nails Molly let me open this can Mm. yeah no but the the other men who were there the eye rolls the sniggering the like oh you know the little like I could take your eye out with one of these claws I'll have you know Mr. Man in the corner your eye is about to be popped out go away do you know the danger They're within dangerous. me now that I yeah. have these talons on me? I had to be careful when I was petting the dogs. <laughs> the dogs me. kept moving their heads. I was like, Jesus, yeah. I'm going to pop your eye out, Kobe. Be careful. You know, exactly. Or like <laughs> holding hands or whatever, if that's what you're into. It's just, I wouldn't if you're into holding hands. <laughs> Straight in, you no shifting. Power. <laughs> that's yeah, the, that's the episode just... name, Straight in, no shifting. I'm sorry, but it is. <laughs> People are going to get some idea out of that. Well, um, that, well, yeah, no, it's just it's just a weird one. And look, hands up, guilty. I never used to understand why women would go through the time and effort and the difficulty of having nails like this on them. Mm. Um, and then I got them done and it was such a gorgeous experience. Yeah, we had a great time. I really enjoyed it and they were so lovely in there and it was calming and I love... In case you didn't pick up, I love hand holding, and the, the <laughs> nail technician just had a really gentle way of like. Can we give them a little plug? Isn't it Lux Salon absolutely. in Riscommon Town? They were very Look very style. nice. Lux Style, sorry, they were yep. very very lovely to us. Loved we the girls. We had Daria and Magda. Magda, Magda is a friend of mine now. We had great crack. Yes, <laughs> I know her well. I know her well. I, I sat with her family. for an hour. <laughs> sat with her I for an hour. <laughs> Don't. They were very uh, nice to us. Yeah, now one, look, I'm going to hold you up the middle finger here for a second. Oh, she's look, gonna skew. It's falling off. And it's oh. taking about half the nail with it. Molly looks a bit bloody. No, that's just a fake tan. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the fake tan that built up in my cuticle. It's oh, rotten. See. It's actually uh, rotten. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, uh-huh. no, it was really painful. It snapped off at work. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have a little cry. I got mine taken off because my mum was getting her nails done. And I was like, oh, maybe I could just get mine taken off because I'm doing a lot of paperwork these days. And I can't write with a pen with these nails. So I was like, I have to be able to write with a pen. Mm. Not easy. So basically, bottom line is we understand that it's difficult. We understand that it's painful. But we are not going to let anyone slag us for it because they're yeah. beautiful. Mm. Oh, they're works of art. Like, oh, my God. Watching yeah. Magna do my nails. I was like, how are you doing? This is amazing. It's so fun. It's like It's like watching an artist... You know those like yeah. really fast time lapse videos on yeah. Instagram, and it shows like an artist or someone like cooking a gorgeous meal, and you're just like, "Wow, it's like that, but in real time." And they're holding your hand, gorgeous. <laughs> they're holding your hand, exactly. I'm just gonna tick a couple of things off it's, my list that we per- covered. It's performance art theater. Like it's like you're involved in the theater of them doing your nails. Wow, there was look at me and my fucking arts degree throwing a gorgeous theater spiel on getting your nails done. Wow, spray tan is like them painting a canvas on you. I haven't gotten a spray tan before in my life, but I assume that's what it's like. No, um, it's <laughs> no. it's more like just being naked in front of uh, a lovely woman that you don't know, while she sprays you with um, what feels like air, but there's tiny droplets of tan, 
going through the air like a big blow torch that you blow leaves with but there's trickles of tiny little flecks of tan yeah. and it's got you know like spray painting you know that nice do you effect? remember those blow pens we used to have when we were kids and you'd blow into them oh and they'd spray God. out colours they were great crack do you ever suck in the paint by mistake and you nearly die why is that not a bit more of an issue? Like, why do they? Yeah. Like, that's silly now. Surely that's they why my lungs to... are having such a hard time because I used blow pens when I was a young one. That's it. That's why I'm in so much trouble. When people are when kids are getting their vaccines now, they were like, and did they have the issues with the blow pens? Because yeah. that's that's you know we need to give them another. That's dose that's because... what the doctor said to me. I got my second dose there two days ago, and that's what she double said to dose. me. Double dose, double dose, lads. And she, that's what she said to me, my normal GP. She said, well, Misha, has things? I said, grand. And she says, now, were you at the blow pens? Because you need to mind the outlongs. I said, Sumia was. I won't lie to you. It must okay. be, the HSE must be racking their brains, being like, how can we ban the blow pens or at least make them a bit safer for children? Coronavirus is in the ink of the blow pens. No, I'll <laughs> that's give That's where it came That's from. where it came <laughs> <laughs> The marketing people for blow pens are listening to this and going, they're going to ruin our company. <laughs> We're not against blow pens. We're actually the big office. supporters. <laughs> Just don't breathe the in the stuff. The office is on fire. Do you know, <laughs> do you remember that episode of Spongebob where inside his brain all the mini Spongebob yeah! had everything on fire? Wow. How did you feel about Spongebob? I loved Spongebob. Oh, I loved it so I still much. do. That was um, my dog Darcy's comfort show because sometimes she'd have, um, see, she had epilepsy so she'd have seizures in the middle of the night and I'd hear her two o'clock in the morning and sometimes I'd go down and sit with her and she'd be all flustered so we'd both hop up on the couch and I wasn't sleeping great at the time either so I'd be awake anyway and I'd just put Spongebob on the telly and she'd hop up on the couch and we'd watch Spongebob. Oh, great and she memories. she The Office too. She loved The Office. She did but Spongebob was before we got into The Office because um, Spongebob's grad show for two o'clock in the morning if you're trying to fall back to sleep on the couch with a dog because you don't have to think about it too much but it's still the colours are yeah. nice you know yeah mm. it's a lovely like turn off your brain moment I think kids who loved Sponge- Spongebob went on to love Rick and Morty and or Big Mouth I love all those adult animated shows I was actually because um, I was kind of sitting having a chat myself and I was like do I want to go into screenwriting because I do like it and I was like, the only shows I really want to write are those animated ones. Because Netflix put out a rake of them. There's a really good one on Disney Plus called Solar Opposites. And I'm like, I just want to write these shows because there's some crack. I thought you, a second ago, I thought you were going to say, kids who watch Spongebob went on to be mentally ill. And I was like, me. <laughs> that's what I thought the end of that sentence was. And I was like, yeah, that's it. But BoJack Horseman, shows like that, they, I really vibe yeah. with them. They're good crack. Mm. And what what attracts you to writing something like that more than writing like an in-person thing, if that's the correct term? I don't know. I just, I, my brain likes cartoons. Yeah. Um, I think because I get to watch a show that's kind of not designed for children, but cartoons are normally associated with kids, but it's adult themes. Yeah. That sounds like I'm watching, I don't know what the word is, like, is that hentai or something? I'm not. Um, but I'm, I'm watching like Bojack Horseman or stuff like that because like, you know, they're still talking about drugs or whatever, but it's a horse. Anyway, I'm a horse girl, you know, well, anything with a horse I'm here for. Oh, I had a lovely <laughs> chat with my horse last night. I yeah. went, I hadn't seen her in a few weeks, even though she lives just outside my door, like two seconds, literally the fence is right at the front door. And I went out for a chat with her. We had a great chat. Yeah. Oh my God. Great chat. I don't know. Like you probably don't feel this with your dogs because like they're a huge part of your life. But mm. with animals that are a bit less in your house, I suppose, like yeah. me and Stevie. Like me and Stevie sat down last night and we had a bit of a cuddle and we both kind of realised, God, we haven't done this in a while. That was it. I had I a big cuddle with the horse. 
Loud, that sounds a bit uh, mad, but she's a dote because if you stand beside, she's a rescue, so she can get a bit shaky and not sure of people. But she likes me. And I went yeah. out to the field, and the field is full of grass and weeds and everything, so it was kind of hard to see her. Soon as she saw me, she had her little noise that said, Well, how's things? And she ran over to me. And after a few oh. minutes, she put her head over my shoulder, and we were standing there, give me a hug. And I was like, Dream, you're pure class. Dote. She's great. Crack. You should do that more. Every time you get yeah. overwhelmed, just go out and wrap your arms around Dream. That's what I was literally saying. I need a bit more of that. And Banya, the other horse, um, she's still a bit shy, but we I got to pet her nose for about two seconds yesterday, which is a big deal. Because normally if you even put her hands forward, the ears are out. She's like, nope, don't go near me. So she she tolerated me for about two seconds yesterday, which is a big step. Mm. <laughs> you deserve reciprocated love, Misha. Yeah, I know. But bon- <laughs> oh my God, Connor said that Banya is built for feed and not speed because she's very round. And I was like, how dare you insult my horses? But he's not wrong. <laughs> built for feed, not speed. Well, I they're kind all of- retired, Connor. Oh they yeah, they're very old. They're very they're old. All mad about the gym like you are. Speaking <laughs> of, you're back yeah. in the gym. This I'm How's back in the gym. It's great crack until I was getting my vaccine and the doctor said no exercise for two days because you'd sweat out the antibodies and me and dad were like, oh, for oh. feck's sake, we're back at our gym buzz. But it's going well. It was a bit shit for the first few days because there was me thinking I could lift what I could lift at Christmas time. Six mm. months later, obviously I can't. So we're building it back up slowly. We're doing all right. Mm. What can you lift? Well. What can I lift? Um, at Christmas I could do a 60 kg deadlift which is okay. It's not amazing for my body weight and an eating disorder. It's all right. Um, so I got back up to about 55 the other day, which isn't bad. And I tried 60 and I nearly floored myself. So I wow. said, I've got to put the big girl weights back on the rack and no one's going to see me. <laughs> there, you kind of ruin your pride. I was I was there grabbing 220 plates. They're the big blue plates and I thought I was class. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to lift this so easy. Did one rep and I was like, no, we should go put the big girl plates back. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I got I got a few notions like I, I was full of notions I was like just I better knock myself back down a notch there now Jim's going well are you are you walking Daddy. are you running what's going on these days oh no I had one of those weeks that was just like because I love me exercise bike and I love me mm. run around the block and then a bit of yoga and that's that's kind of it for me it's where I'm at right now mm. um but no I just ha- I had a bit of a week where I was just having spring rolls and mayonnaise for dinner <laughs> Oh, what a vibe, yes. Uh, yeah, it was just one of those, and I know we have to have one of these weeks and it's very common for people who are like flat out working and whatever, mm. but yeah, I just, I'm looking forward now to maybe getting back on track next week and having proper dinners. That's close, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably have one week like that once a month and I get a bit pissed off myself and I'm like, it's just that week of the month, it's fine. Like it's frozen grand. pizzas for dinner and stuff yeah. like that and like you're telling yourself like it's fine like I deserve something quick and easy but your body is like shriveling up inside me and like please I haven't eaten a piece of fruit and wait I just please. want some broccoli please yeah. <laughs> and I attempted to cook some broccoli and mm. I ended up cooking it for about three hours I forgot about it oh, and no. it was mangy it was probably it was gray gooey. broccoli oh, only needs like, about five minutes like oh no ah no it was a full head of broccoli being steamed you need a good like okay steam, steamed takes away i do it in a bit of water in the boil in a bit of water <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it was it was and the whole house the house has smelled like broccoli ever since and it's just oh, giving me the absolute no crack yicky yicky yick. um i brought a crow to the vet there's loads of sick crows i had some sick crows in my garden oh my God, when i was thinking everywhere. of you what is with the crows these days the birds are not doing well is it the heat what happened to this crow anyway tell me all so came into work one day mm. and I saw a dead crow and um, this isn't the one I brought to the vet. I hope not. <laughs> Save him! Um, no, <laughs> no, there was a, 
yeah no dead crow in the car park and i was like oh and it wasn't like he'd been hit by a car he was just kind of lying there like you know not smushed dead mm. and there where i usually park there was like a little babby crow just huddled up kind of like Aww. sitting down like a chicken laying Mm-hmm. just in like the corner of the space and I was nervous pulling in because I didn't want him to get caught under the wheel so I was creeping yep. up into my space really slowly and he didn't fly away like a lot of birds do when mm-hmm. you get close to them so I got out and I walked right up to him and I had a bit of a look at him and I know you can't see me listener but Misha mm-hmm. I'll show you the head in him <sighs> he gave me a look like that the uh, the cheeks blowed out, exacerbated. Like I just, I'm not, I'm just not doing wide it. eyes, shaking his head, kind of like you after your double dose, just not. Yeah, well. not well. Oh, lads, the vaccine not. and me. I'm delighted to have it, but it just it it doesn't agree with my system. You. Yeah, it doesn't like me. But all other three members of my family were absolutely fine after the vaccine. My immune system was just no crack, but it's grand. <laughs> anyway, you're double dosed, anyways. So yeah. this crow, this baby crow, was huddled next to the micro, looking absolutely shook. And I was like, oh, you know, you're probably not far behind your friend over there who's dead. You're probably on the way out. And then I was kind of like, oh, I have to go work. And I went out to the car a couple of times during like my first part of the day, just getting Mm. the charger, getting some water, whatever. It was a quiet enough day. And he was still there. Mm. And I was like, oh, don't be like dying so close to my car because then I feel <laughs> responsible push <laughs> him over to another parking space and just say hop out of the way there yeah but it was just like I go out to my car a lot while I'm working because my car is my handbag <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I kept seeing him and the more I was looking at him the more I felt like oh yeah. I want to do something I want to help yeah and I texted my mom. my mom is a real snow white she loves all the animals and the animals mm. love her and um, she was like, just give him a little bit of water, see if yeah, that yeah. helps. And I brought, so there was paper plates in the canteen from when we had birthday gig the week before. Wait. Um, so I filled one of them with water because I didn't want to bring out like one of the actual bowls because I didn't oh, want no, someone no. being like, what's the bowl doing in the car park? But at least if it was a paper plate, that'd be okay. That's disposable. We're not going to miss it. Like, yeah. And I left it next to him and he didn't, he kind of like, he didn't like it being close to him. So he started like walking away from it there. And I was oh. like, oh, I don't want to spook you, but I also don't want to get too close to you. Stay hydrated. Yeah. yeah, but he was dirty and I didn't want to get the bird flew off him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was shook and I ended up uh, texting Roscommon SPCA. Mm. Uh, shout out to all you lads out there. You're doing class work. And they were just like, yeah, bring him to the vet. And because it's wildlife, there shouldn't be a fee. But in case they do want a fee, just get in touch with us and we'll cover it. And I was like, okay, can the vets come get him? Because like, you know, it was 11 o'clock now. So I had my 20 minute tea break. But like, you know, it takes a good 10 minutes to go into town. Do I need to talk to the vet? And they were like, no, they they can't collect him. You'll have to bring him in. Mm. And I was like, how the hell am I going to get a little scratchy creature into the, the ground, into the micro and into the vet? Like, what's it, what if he starts flapping around in the car and scratching me eyes out? Like, what am I going to yeah, do yeah, yeah. then? I'm going to have to be bringing, bringing myself to the human vet. I Pure Hitchcock's the birds, like, hopping all around yeah. the gaff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was nearly reliving that. <laughs> and then... And then... They, uh, so I ended up ringing the vets and I was okay. like, what do we do? And I was kind of expecting not to be taken seriously because it was a yeah. crow. It wasn't mm-hmm. like my dear, lovely pet dog. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, ah, no, bring him in and we'll see what we can do for him. Yeah. And I was like, 
How? <laughs> what? Just throw, throw them in a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, luckily, where I work is basically full of revolving boxes. around boxes with mm. tons, and they were they were a perfect size room as well. Small little yeah. shoe box of a yoke, and uh, I I didn't want to touch them, and I didn't have any gloves. Okay, and I I really didn't want to get close to them, so I just flattened. I had a little, quite nice actually, a hill figure tote bag. Oh fuck it! Excuse using. me, yeah. designer crow. And my shop. I have a few shopping bags in the boot, but they're all you know. Um, Plastic, and I didn't so want no to be rustling to. and spooking them, upsetting them, and spooking them. Exactly. Sorry, the hill figure tote got a day out. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So I had the like the the hill figure tote in my two hands like this, almost acting like oven mitts. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in case, in case it's up. a bit hot. <laughs> yeah, and I was kind of. If anyone saw me now, just yeah, yeah, yeah. hunker is <laughs> crawling out of this crow trying to pick him up. And that he was waddling away from me then and I thought, oh, don't be moving because you're dying and if you're stressed and if you're moving and if yeah. your heart's going, you're going to, something bad is going to happen and I'm going to be responsible for Jesus. it even though I'm trying to help you. It was yeah, so yeah. I d- ah. But, and I did have a moment of just looking at him and him looking at me being like, am I going to help you or not? Because yeah, this is, this is a bit mental and mm. I am meant to be working. I did yeah. stick my head in the office and I was like, look, I'm going to take my long break now. Is that all right? And they were like, yeah, sound. And I didn't explain where I was going or what I was doing. <laughs> and then you're in the car park having a bird into a bag. <laughs> Chasing around a tiny Oh no, that's just Molly on her break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I he eventually got tired <laughs> and let me wrap me, me, me tote bag covered hands around his body. <laughs> And he was so light and it felt like uh, a little baby chicken or something. And I was like, oh, you're a dude. And then <laughs> I had the car open anyways and I put him into the back seat where the busker was. Yeah. And he was he was a bit like, you know, he, he was a bit rustly then. And he was yeah, a bit yeah. like, oh, I don't like this. What's going on? And I was like, it's okay. It's okay. I closed the door, got into the driver's seat and my heart was going. I was like, there's a fucking crow in my back seat. And like... I got in and I, I was driving for a good three minutes and I kept yeah. looking back at him and looking forward again and looking back at him and driving kind of slowly because I didn't want to like, you know, yeah. that passenger guilt where it's like I have to drive really carefully now because I have a delicate passenger here with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if we crashed, we'd both be done for oh, and no helping him then. <laughs> okay, so we got to the vet. Got to the vet. And well done. It was just so. I, I, I've, I was talking to him in the car to keep him distracted because he was yeah. looking really sleepy, and I was like, I don't want a dead crow on me. Fucking car. No, d- that's got bad the, vibes. Got to the vet, and I rang them in the car, being like, I'm coming, I'm on the way, and they were like, Sound, we'll meet you. And the woman came running out into the car park to meet me. Wow. I, was like, I felt like I was in A&E. one born every minute, except yeah. it was one dead every minute, uh, <laughs> one dying every minute. <laughs> And it was about crows. Um, let's make that documentary. And, yeah, go on. Uh, Be a bit sad. Anyway. She came <laughs> and she, she put a little towel around the box and she was uh, like, yeah, we bring him in now. It's all right. And they took my name and number. Great. And uh, I really felt like I did something good then. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I felt good. Because even if he was on the way out, which I suspected he was, mm. because there was another, his friend was dead nearby. And yeah. I saw a couple of dead crows on the road as well. And... Oh, it was like at least he'd be dying in a comfortable place, and he wouldn't be dying next to my car, where I'd have to look at his corpse. Yeah, uh, that was the big. I was just mainly trying to clear my conscience, <laughs> and then I came back and I got a couple of calls then from them. One to say things weren't looking good, mm. and that he might have been poisoned, but they weren't able oh. to carry out the tests to check if he was poisoned. 
um, for whatever reason and the second call to say that he didn't make it oh shite yeah yeah and yeah there you saw a few sick crows and I came home and I saw another sick crow and my man brought him into the shed and we gave him some porridge and milk yeah and or not milk water and he didn't he didn't um live long either but we didn't want the cat to get at him so that's the thing because we uh, had yeah. yeah we had one of those little crows in our driveway the other day and man was going out so I had to who should now I wouldn't be we have trees and trees and trees of crows so I wouldn't be offended by picking one because we've chickens for years like and this was only a little small one and he looked fairly clean and I washed my hands and everything was fine. I don't mind picking up birds. So I hooshed him over into the grass and I got him a little bit of bird seed and water and he was fine. He was actually good crack. Um, good crack for a bird that didn't really move or say much. He had the same kind of look about him. Because we'd, we'd have to be careful because sometimes there'd be crows in the ground and obviously the dogs don't like birds. So if they see birds, they're going to fucking go for them. But this little lad was kind of sitting there and I checked on him a few half an hours and then he was gone. But I don't know. There's a few little sick birds around the place lately. Like it's hard to know what to do. That like you're grateful for them to the vet, um. Because anytime we've had them, we bring them to the vet the odd time. But sometimes they'd you'd give them a bit of food, we give them the water, and off they'd go again. Like mm. it's hard to know though. Yeah, I'd know. Maybe maybe I have a bit of a savior complex, and I was hoping to be bird woman. Yeah, and all the birds would love me then. <laughs> maybe they do. It's a slow. You can't just all of a sudden wake up and become bird woman. It's a slow process. I'd say. You'd have to. <laughs> Have I'm to on work the journey. <laughs> Is that a nice place to wrap things up? It's that's only a, a short one for you today. Like. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Absolutely. Okay. Beautiful. If you well, see any you birds, look after them. Mind yourselves bring as them well. To the vet. Stop by the bird and say, "Are you all right? What's going on?" That's the, right? that's literally the chat I had with that crow. I hopped down beside him. I said, "Are you all right?" And he kind of looked at me. He's like, "No." I said, "Get you a bit of water." So that was it. Give him a little beautiful. tuna can full of water. There you go. If you see a sick bird, you know who to call. Us <laughs> too. <laughs> we'll start a little like a documentary series and we'll have a little van and we'll go around collecting crows and seeing how they're getting on mm. that'd be a bit <laughs> hilarious that'd crow busters like, crow busters or something like that like ghost busters but we're only checking on crows and seeing how they're getting ah, on crow nurses oh hmm. I don't like the title one dead every minute it kind of gives me a bit of a spook <laughs> it's no crack <laughs> um <sighs> Look, rate us. You know where to find us on the socials. Uh, put us on your story. It's a good way for people to find us. Thanks so much for listening. And talk to you next week. All Mind right. yourself. Good luck. Bye 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 b